0: Welcome to a thought-provoking episode of Latino Business Report, where we delve deep into the ubiquitous facet of modern existence. The relentless wave of personal injury attorney advertisements as they envelop us, regardless of where we direct our attention, from the glow of television screens to the towering presence of billboards, these ads persist as an unwavering companion, a manifestation of the fierce battle to establish brand recognition and distinctive identity. In this episode, we are honored to introduce Jesse Gonzalez, a self-made luminary in the realm of legal practice. Emerging from the low Rio Grande Valley in Texas, Jesse's journey from a migrant farm worker to one of the region's most preeminent personal injury attorneys is nothing short of inspiring. Jesse has deftly navigated the intricate landscape of personal injury law, cultivated triumphs, and cultivating a legacy of excellence. Tune in for a trove of invaluable insights into the domain of personal injury law, generously shared by Jesse himself. He will illuminate the inner mechanisms of the industry and proffer indispensable counsel for those who may someday require the specialized knowledge of a personal injury attorney. Whether you seek guidance or legal complexities or harbor an intrigue for the intricacies of the field, this episode is an essential listen. Welcome to the Latino Business Report. This podcast covers business, people, and issues of the day from a Latino perspective. The Latino Business Report is brought to you by TAMAC, the Texas Association of Mexican American Chambers of Commerce. TAMAC is the leading Hispanic business organization in Texas since 1975. Now for your host, J.R. Gonzalez. Hello, folks, and welcome to another episode of the Latino Business Report. In today's episode, we're going to be talking with Jesse Gonzalez, Jay Gonzalez Esquire, out of the RGV, the low Rio Grande Valley. He's joining us today. He's actually in uh, Mexico City. Jesse, how are you doing today?
1: I'm doing just fine. I'm doing great. Thank you for the um, for this podcast, for this interview.
0: Oh, you're welcome, and thank you for making the time. I know you're in Mexico City. I'd rather be there with you, my friend sipping on a margarita or having a nice little tequila someplace, but we got to do what we got to do. Jesse, uh, I asked you on the podcast because you have a very unique story. Um, You're a very successful attorney uh, right now, a personal injury attorney. It seems to be the thing that you can't, you can't turn on the television right now or go anywhere without seeing a personal, uh, personal injury attorney ad. You guys are great marketers. Let me tell you that.
1: Well, and that's a good point. And that's that's something that, um, that I'm glad that you brought up because, you know, a good measuring stick of how competitive a market or an industry is, is going into Google and trying to advertise with Google, right? And Google knows when people uh, are, are looking for certain terms, right? They want to look mm-hmm. for a car, they want to look for a computer, they want to look for someone to cut your hair or a lawyer and 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 the i guess the 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 demand is what is what google looks at and says well there's a lot of demand for this so we've got to like charge a lot of money for per click and it's not uncommon to pay a thousand dollars per click if you want to advertise for personal injury cases and you want to advertise the most commonly searched terms and so it's a it's a hyper competitive Industry, hyper competitive market, and you're right. You see a lot of lawyers doing advertising on TV, radio, billboards, social media, uh, you name it. And uh, to 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 thrive, to survive, to be able to keep your doors open and have a, a, a successful business is not an easy task. And um, you know it's something that we're very proud of. You know that we're able to compete with with the best. Uh, we're, we're, we're we're very proud of the fact that there are lawyers statewide that have tried to come into our market and have been unsuccessful. And, um, you know, those are, those are things that, that I look at and I say, well, we've got to be doing something right in terms of the type of services that we provide, the results that we're giving our clients, the years of experience, the thousands of cases won, the millions of dollars paid, um, all of those things come into play and marketing is just one of those things that we do to make sure that that we're promoting the business in the way that we need to.
0: All right. Did I hear you correctly? You said $1,000 per click?
1: It's not uncommon, depending on the time of day, the the day, you know, Monday versus Sunday, um, and how often a a particular term is searched. And so um, Google knows what people are searching for when they're looking for a personal injury lawyer. And because they know that, it's not uncommon for them to charge up to and more than a $1,000 per click. That doesn't guarantee wow. you a case. That's just a click. just you, you look up a lawyer right now in the Valley and you look at the top three lawyers that are advertising up there. They're the top three because they're bidding the highest for that particular day and that particular time. And if you just click on that lawyer's um website or his ad or her ad, uh poof thousand dollars wow. gone in half a second and you haven't even made a call.
0: Wow. So, yeah, you, it's
1: it's very competitive.
0: Very competitive. And I right before the um right before I called you, we I looked it up, I think the latest count and maybe an old figure, but there's like over 385,000 attorneys in the U.S. That's a bunch of attorneys, and I know personal injury is a specialized field, but um, no, there's quite a few of them out there. So it's 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 a very competitive field. And what you're saying is that marketing is a key factor to the success of your of your business.
1: Well, it can be because you often hear of of well, word of mouth advertising is the best, right? right. And and I, and I'm not going to argue against that, but but I'm going to qualify that this way. Word of marketing is the best when it comes to ensuring you closing on a particular lead, converting that call to an actual client. That's when word of word word of mouth advertising is the very best. Because if you if you champion someone's case, let's just say you know, somebody's father, and then the son calls the dad, I was in an accident, I need a lawyer, dad. Who do you recommend? Well, I use Jay Gonzalez, call him. The percentage of the son hiring us when that happens is much higher than if the son sees my TV ad, my billboard, my radio ad, or sees something on social media. You know, At that point, he may shop around, he may call, and but then he'll call maybe two or three others, and he may not convert to an actual client. And so marketing is important in the sense that we'll get more leads than we wouldn't have if it wasn't for word of mouth. But certainly you can you can get a lot more leads when you advertise than when you don't, because if you have 10, 15, 20, 30 clients, you know, per year or per month or per week, whatever the numbers are, those are the only people potentially that can say good things about you to refer your business. But on any one given ad, for example, if you advertise during the Super Bowl, you may have up to. Half a million people, half a million people listening, watching that ad, that could potentially refer you business, and right. you know, most lawyers will never see half a million clients in their lifetime, right? And right. so, you know that that's really the dynamic at work here that a lot of a lot of business people don't understand. That word of mouth advertising is very limited. And the way that you exponentially grow your practice or your business, whatever business you have, is by making sure that more people can hear about it, see it, and, and know what you do. And you can only do that through marketing.
0: Marketing. So going to ask, Jesse, do you have a... Uh, uh, do you market... Do you do your advertising in-house or do you actually hire a, a public relations or marketing firm to do it for you?
1: Yeah, well, look, a lot of the stuff that we do... Uh, you know we've done in-house going back to when I started advertising back in and, you know 2003, 2002. Um, you know but the bigger the more that we've grown, uh, the more we've I've realized that we need people that devote themselves to marketing 24/7 and not just the practice of law. And um, and so it would be impossible for me to handle all of this by myself. Am I very involved? With the direction of, of what I want to do with my law firm, marketing-wise, the message, the branding, yes, you know, uh, I make sure that whatever we're doing is consistent with, 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 with what we do as a brand um, here in the Rio Grande Valley and throughout Texas. But no, I've got, I've got very good people, great, you know, team of individuals that that know what they're doing. They work really hard. They're passionate about what they do, and they're very, very talented. And so, uh, I don't have an in-house agency.
0: Jesse, you're obviously a very successful attorney. You've when, when I'm in when I'm in the valley, I see you everywhere. You can't. It seems like you can't even look up without seeing one of your billboards. You can't turn on TV without seeing your ads. And we're going to get that to in a little bit. But that's some creative stuff that you're doing. But did you always want to be an attorney? How did you get into the business?
1: Yeah, that's a great question. Um, I, I, you know, initially uh, I, I, you know, I was a teacher and uh, I taught elementary school kids and then uh, transitioned over to teaching high school students, 12th grade English literature is what I was teaching for about four years. During that time, I decided to uh, get a master's in educational administration And it was during my studies in graduate school that I took a course in educational law that really, really piqued my interest and and, made me more curious about the law and its impact on education and students in Texas. And I thought, well, let me pursue more of this in law school and and then go back and serve my community as an educational law lawyer. That was really the main um, motivation for me going to law school. Uh, had nothing to do with me becoming a personal injury lawyer. Uh, you know, sometimes we think that we write our own script, but we really don't, right? You know, we make decisions to do this and that. And then before we know it, a window opens or one closes. And then we find ourselves doing something completely different than what we had initially thought. And that's precisely what happened with me.
0: Well, Jesse, were one of your parents or one of your family members an attorney or um, that kind of helped you guide your way through that or or not?
1: I'm I'm the first lawyer in the family, and um, you know since I've become a lawyer, um, I inspired a nephew of mine to pursue um, studying law, and so he's a lawyer now. And uh, my son, who's a sophomore in college now, tells me that he wants to also pursue a career in law. So you know we may have three lawyers in the family.
0: Now, growing up in the valley, where'd you grow up in, in, in the valley? McAllen, Texas. McAllen, Texas. And from what my notes, my, my pre-podcast notes tell me is that you grew up kind of, uh, you didn't have much. Your family didn't have much. You were migrant farm workers. Is that correct? Yep.
1: Yes, so- we, we were migrant farm workers. We went up north. Uh, we worked in the fields of Minnesota, hoeing sugar beets. And, um, you know, that's what we did.
0: Well, that's a big jump from migrant farm worker, and then law. Then you know, getting your teacher's certificates, becoming a teacher, then choosing to become a lawyer. So once you became a lawyer, um, did you go to? Did you work for a firm? Did you hang out your own shingle right away? How did that work?
1: Well, the way that that works, obviously, for most students, um, you know what what law firms are looking for typically the, the really high paying law firms that they're looking for is students that are you know, graduating in the top 1%, they do law review and um, they've got a highly concentrated line of coursework that, that is geared towards working at these big law firms. And for me, um, you know, when I went to law school, um, you know, I, I, I had a very uh, general approach I took a lot of different courses and a lot of them didn't even, ha- didn't even have to do with, with uh, material that would be testing me in the bar. But I took a lot of, for example, I took like at least four different courses related to personal injury because I loved personal injury so much. Uh, they call it torts in law school. So I took advanced torts. Then I took another course in products liability. And then I took another course that, that was related to personal injury uh, in, 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 in certain
0: ways. And so, uh, but what, what attracted you to personal injury?
1: You know, I was just fascinated by, by the idea that, um, you know, in, in the United States, unlike many countries, if someone is negligent towards another person and that person is damaged, injured, incurs bills, incurs expenses that, you know, obviously they would not have incurred had it not been for that person's negligence or recklessness or malice, uh, that there are remedies under the law that can provide relief for that for that victim or that individual. And, you know, historically, going you know, way back to before these laws even being in place here in the U.S., there was a lot of abuse by big corporations and big companies um, that treated individuals um, as just numbers, statistics, and they didn't even care. It was all about the profit and their profit margins. And so when some of these immigrants that came in f- to our country, and I'm not even talking about Mexico and, and, or South America, I'm talking about immigrants from Italy, for example, uh, or other European countries, um, they, they went to law school, their children did, they saw the abuse, they saw what was going on, and they were the ones that championed their their pa- parents' cases. And that's when we started seeing changes in the law. And that's when we started seeing changes in the workplace, safer workplaces, safer cars, safer products, safer sure. everything, right? And so a lot of times, lawyers get a bad rap because you know they're called ambulance chasers or lawsuit abuse and and the thing of it is is i've traveled all over the world i've gone to china i've gone to india I go to mexico you go to all these different countries and immediately you know that you're just not as safe because there are no laws that protect its citizens right <laughs> and is it more expensive to do business in the u.s yes you'll hear doctors complain that they have to pay insurance rates that they wish that they wouldn't have to pay um, or certain businesses that have to get insurance because if they make a mistake, they're going to have to, you know, obviously you know, pay these lawsuits and they have these coverages, right? So, but at the end of the day, who are we protecting, right? We're protecting the masses. We're protecting the consumers. We're making sure that it's not just about Profits, right? It's there's human lives out there that we also have to protect and take care of.
0: Yeah. Well, I mean, you're right. It's not about profits. However, a lot of the a lot of the big businesses were taking advantage of people, and then when the lawyers started suing them and digging into that bottom line, they started treating people a lot better. So, it at the end of the day, you know, people are chasing the money. It, it seems like uh, as as we talk about this. You have a, as you de- decided to to personalize and or specialize in personal injury. Yes, very competitive, and I want to get back to the marketing a little bit. I've seen some of your ads, Jesse. I mean, I don't know if they're personal injury ads or if they're trailers for action-packed movies. I mean, you guys do a great job.
1: Well, you know, and we have to because again, it's very competitive. I call it being I I. I phrased it as being hyper competitive. And so uh, because of the competitive nature of my industry, we feel like every year we have to step up our game. And, you know, it's gotten to the point where going back four years, um, there was a pattern that if someone did something, something, something very cool and other competitors thought, why didn't I think of that? All of a sudden you start seeing them mimic what you do. And it was very frustrating for me because um, just about every billboard, every commercial, every radio ad, every, you name it, anything that my team or myself would come up with to market my law firm, I turn around and see a competitor to do the exact same thing. And so, one, yeah, and so one day I said, I'm going to have to do something that's just so over the top that it's going to be incredibly difficult for them to want to try to imitate and copy. And so, uh, you know, back in 2021, um, that's when the Top Lawyer Super Bowl commercial came out. And that was, in fact, over the top. And, you know, I had won a Top Lawyer Award. And I thought, well, you know, in in the Navy, there's this Top Gun Award for the best pilot. (laughs) right? And they choose the best of the best. And then from there, they get the best. And that's called the, the Top Gun Academy, right? Top Gun. Right. And I thought there's some similarities here. Because in that academy, less than 1% of, of the pilots get selected. Um, and the award that I had won for top lawyer was less than 1% in the nation. And you mentioned 380,000 lawyers. And if you're less than 1% of that number, well, then that's saying something. and And I I called my marketing team and I said, "Guys, I see parallels here. The only thing is is, I'm not Tom Cruise, but if we take that movie using those parallels, um, we might be able to sell this in such a way that I don't think that my competitors will even dare want to copy this. And they took me up on that challenge. We put it together for the Super Bowl. It was a resounding success. And um, we continue pushing the envelope ever since. Following year, they shot me out to space because uh, a movie that came out um, after Top Gun, called The Right Stuff, you know, they took the best pilots. And what did they do with the best pilots? They shot them up to space, the space program that first started. And I said, hey, you know, if, if if I'm the top lawyer and I'm the top gun what's next well then let's go to space and so that's what we did and um interesting thing about that was they sent me off to space to detonate uh some missiles to destroy an asteroid that was headed to the valley one year (laughs) later, all one year later almost to the date of the super bowl we had an asteroid hit the valley i'll be darned and so as i did you at least capitalize
0: on that did you capitalize on that
1: no, you know, we should have, but we we predicted that and uh and um and so i I was you know, we made jokes about it and all that but but that happened and then uh, this last commercial, we thought, okay, well, who is the best spy in the world? who is better than the best spy in the world? who is simply the best? and it's double baby
0: James That's right Bond.
1: and so and so then we transitioned from Top Gun to 007 and so our last commercial is a James Bond uh, commercial and you've seen it on my website if you go to com, you'll see that commercial and so we try to we try to pay homage to some of these movies that we love we find parallels and and then we do that to promote my law firm
0: okay makes sense So out of the three, out of those three commercials you mentioned, which is your favorite?
1: I would say this, this last one is my favorite. Um, the, 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 the James Bond one, but, but the one, but the one that, that took the most courage, the one that, that, Put, put us over the top was the top lawyer one because that was something that no one had ever ever seen like I like kind it, of
0: broke the broke the barriers there it, it took Did,
1: everybody by surprise it was just it, do do, it was just out of this world
0: do you do your own stunts in, in all of your um, commercials
1: yes I mean fortunately we're not jumping off of buildings and uh uh you know doing crazy stuff that Tom Cruise obviously does, Um, you know, going off a mountain in a motorcycle and then the parachute opens or (laughs) dangling (laughs) off of a plane as it takes off. Uh, No, we're, we're not, we're not going in that direction that far yet, but, um, you know, but, but, you know, we do have a lot of fun. Filming commercials are not fun. Uh, It's work. No, it's work. It is work. And they can be, they can be, uh, yeah. What was I going to tell you? Um, yeah, they can be stressful. They can be boring, and so yeah. And they yeah. and
0: and they can be very expensive. I'm sure. No, very. They can be very expensive. Um, what I'm going to do is for our listener audience here is, yeah. What was that website again where they can um see the uh the current commercial? dot com, and if you guys look at the podcast notes uh, i'll go ahead and include a link to uh, the very first one that kind of went over the top so uh, the, the top gun uh, one so did you get a call sign name when you did that i mean maverick spider ice uh, litigator i mean did, did no. you get a call you didn't get a call sign and put it on a leather no, no.
1: jacket or something no no we 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 talked about it, but no, that was not anything that, we, that <laughs> okay. we came up with.
0: Now, you mentioned earlier, you brought up ambulance chasers. I know that's a term that a lot of people refer to lawyers in your industry, but there's a, there's a difference. You are not an ambulance chaser. Can you, can you kind of define that? Well, no, that because
1: ambulance <laughs> chasing refers to lawyers that seek out in an unsolicited manner uh, accident victims or people that have died as a result of an accident they'll go to hospitals they will literally not just figuratively but they will literally chase the ambulance they'll see the ambulance they'll follow the ambulance to the hospital go into the hospitals and approach accident victims without the accident victims seeking legal representation that is essentially what what Barretry is and it's you know, obviously you're not going to find the actual lawyer doing that, but he'll hire right. someone. And uh, a lot of times what you'll see is you'll, you'll have a, a clinic or a doctor together with a lawyer Then they pull their money and their resources and they hire individuals to literally chase accident victims, chase ambulances. And that's the only way they get business. And that's illegal, of course. In fact, in Texas, it's right. a felony. Uh, you it's can lose It's a felony. You can go to jail for it if you. But, if yet, you are,
0: but yet, people still do it.
1: They do it because it's very lucrative, and you know, in South Texas, it's a big, big problem. And I would say that the vast majority of the cases um, that are viable cases are taken by those individuals who are breaking the law. They don't go about the, about it the traditional way because. Look, there's no guarantee that just because you're advertising, you're going to get any leads. But when it comes to chasing ambulances, you know that there's a victim, you know that it's not their fault, you know that they're injured more often than not, and it's direct advertising. You are there in person offering them your services, it's not. You know, let me throw a big net out there and see if maybe out of a pool of thirty thousand people, maybe there's two accident victims, right? So, mm-hmm. um, and, and and but it's breaking the law; it's illegal.
0: Not so, only is it it's illegal, but you personally are really opposed to this type of uh, this type of uh, activity, chasing ambulances.
1: Well, I am because if if your business depends on your reputation for helping people and doing a good job and doing the things the right way and not breaking the law. And then you have others that are taking shortcuts and are cutting corners and are not reputable and are not doing right by their clients, but by virtue of the fact that they're cheating the system, now they're cheating actual accident victims who become victims twice, not just of the accident that they suffered, but this lawyer that approached them so that they could hire them. And so, um, you know, it, it it me getting behind that cause serves two different purposes. Number one, I'm well, trying to it, protect the consumer.
0: Right, the but Jesse, let me, let me say, by getting behind that cause, you just don't, I mean, you put your money where your mouth is, don't you? When I understand you actually have purchased billboards and do pay for advertising opposed to that practice. Well, what those. what
1: what I've done is, um, you know, obviously because I advertise a lot, and I market a lot—TV, radio, billboards, newspapers, magazines, uh, so forth. Uh, I've reached out to these marketing partners, and I've said, "Hey, we have a big problem down here, and I mean, you all are taking my marketing dollars, but there's something called a public service announcement, and those are public service announcements across different." Uh, industries, right, that that right. that are out there helping the public, you're not advertising for any particular business or businesses, you're just alerting clients to something that can help them. And, and so all I did was come up with the idea that there should be a public service announcement when it comes to Baritree, the legal solicitation of accident victims to protect them from, from these people. And to make sure that um, that more lawyers are doing things the right way, the legal way. And so, um, you know, have, have we spearheaded that? Have I been a very loud and and consistent proponent of this? Yes. You know, I get on the air, I do interviews, just like this podcast, and I'll talk about it, and I'll talk about, you know, why it's a bad thing, and and, and why we should get behind the cause, and so forth, and so. Uh, I'm a big believer in, in giving that cause a voice. And I've been very fortunate to find marketing partners that agree that that should be given a voice. And so more than probably anywhere in the country, more and more people in South Texas are being educated about why it's illegal and why they shouldn't do business with those type of individuals.
0: Makes sense. Makes sense. And thank you for doing that. Jesse, as we look at it, you have, like we said earlier, I mean, there's just more, there's a lot of attorneys out there. It's very competitive, but I also noticed some of these things where people will get advertised and they get uh, like the same phone. They get, they get different phone numbers. They have little gimmicks. One will jump on the back of an 18 wheeler. Some will jump with sledgehammers. Some will be flying in Lear jets, but you have, what is it? And I can't remember. You have a certain phone number or, or or something that you have that just kind of a, a universal thing that's easy to remember?
1: So we own 1-800-CAR-CRASH. I mean, we we have that number across Texas. If you dial eight wow. hundred car crash which is 1-800-227-2727, if you dial that number anywhere in the state of Texas, it will ring in my office no matter where you are in Texas. Okay. Um, and, so you're, and, your,
0: your firm is licensed in Texas only, or are you also licensed in other states? No, just in Texas. Okay. And I understand that um, other states, actually, I mean, it. it's statehood. Every, every state has kind of different rules when it comes to some of these personal injury claims.
1: Well, every state is different, Yes. Um, and it's different because uh, legislation is different. Every um, uh, every every state has different needs; they have different priorities. And so, yes, uh, it's it's a different it's a different deal.
0: So, just ballpark: if somebody were to actually be killed in an accident, heaven forbid. But if they were to be killed, I mean. When you when you go after the if it's a business or uh, a big corporation that somebody's driver you know t boned them or was negligent what what kind of settlements are we are you you looking at?
1: Well, every case is unique, and um, if if you're going after a large corporation that did something very very bad, um, you know you're you're going to be able to get a lot more money for that particular case and if it's just a regular individual who happened to just you know run a stop sign you know versus a huge 18 wheeler that you know the driver was on some you know medication or some illegal drug uh, that impaired his ability to drive or uh, an overzealous company that doesn't care about drivers getting enough rest or maintaining their vehicles properly which leads to to somebody, you know, getting killed as a result of their gross negligence. So it, it all depends on who the defendant is and the severity of the injuries that are suffered With, by the victim.
0: Makes sense. With that said, I know you have a bunch of vehicles coming out of Mexico into the US do the same type of are they required to ha- to have the same amount of insurance for protection or is there different rules for some of those uh, eighteen wheelers coming out of mexico
1: well a lot of it depends on what the load is you know what are they carrying um and and you know um and so that de- that determines the 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 amount of insurance that a carrier should have right if it's gravel and that's all your 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 you're transporting you're going to find that the insurance limits for for simple gravel is going to be lower than for let's say toxic waste right so it could be as little as seven hundred fifty thousand. it could be as much as 15 20 25 million so uh it it varies from from load from from whatever it is that you're transporting and how heavy your loads are and so forth
0: okay as we as we look at that jesse what would the personal injury it's just not about people being in accidents. So I mean, personal injury can mean a lot of other things too. And the, I mean, mental there's, there's a physical, there's the mental, what, what all does personal injury cover?
1: Um, you're talking about wrongful death. You're talking about workplace injuries. You're talking about slip and falls. Um, you know, you're talking about products, liability, you know, even medical malpractice can be on there as well. Um, so, yeah, no, I mean, there's, there's, um, a wide variety of cases that, uh, um, you know, can be part of that part of the okay. personal injury umbrella.
0: So it's just not about a car accidents. Correct. All right. Jesse, if somebody were to be in an accident or have a bad slip and fall, or, um, I would assume you'd recommend they get an attorney. What would some the what are some of the things that a person should look for in, um, in engaging with it or hiring a personal injury attorney? Or better yet, you know what? What are some of the things they should avoid? When it
1: comes to personal injury lawyers, I mean, what, what you want is you wanna make sure that you hire someone that actually specializes and concentrates his practice in personal injury. Uh, there are a lot of lawyers that do personal injury cases, but they, they do a lot of family law cases. They do a lot of divorces. They do a lot of custody type of cases. They do divorce, they do DWIs, criminal defense, and they're all over the place. And oftentimes, what you find with lawyers that have general practices that practice also personal injury is that they'll disregard the personal injury practice because all of the other cases are very time consuming, requires a lot more hands on work, being in court almost daily multiple courtroom hearings daily. And, you know, quite honestly, when you're dealing with, you know, rights for your children or 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 your liberty is at, is at stake, you know, am I, am I going to go to jail because I broke this law or that law or I'm being accused of this? That's going to take a lot of precedence over an accident that occurred and you're waiting on the therapy, you're waiting on the bills, you're waiting on the reports, you're going to put together... A demand packet. Now you're waiting on an adjuster. And so what I have found is that a lot of these cases don't take the, the the precedence. They don't they don't give it the it's it's not the a big priority for them to put them at the top of their list in terms of what needs to get done. And but if that's all you do, and you don't do anything else that distracts you from that. Well, then you're going to have processes and procedures. You're going to have people that also are specializing in those areas that are going to be great at pushing those cases through because, you know, the biggest issue with these personal injury cases, a lot of times is that cases will sit way longer than they should. And they collect us a lot more than they should, right? They, they just push them down the road. Right. And so, uh, we don't do that at my law firm. We make sure that things get done expeditiously, timely, we make sure that, yes, they have the right value, and we're not leaving anything on the table, by, but, but we're pushing them.
0: Bottom line, you guys specialize in this. Well, so bottom, like,
1: bottom bottom line, we make sure that, that that's all we do. And yeah. so, yes, you can say that.
0: So, I mean, if I had a a uh, eyes, ear, and throat problem, I wouldn't go to a podiatrist. I, I find that specialist that knows what the heck they're doing. Uh, Jesse, Correct. How many how many locations do you have now? And where are they?
1: Right now, we've got five locations. We're getting ready to open our sixth location. Um, And uh, and
0: What cities are they they in?
1: We've got a, our headquarters currently is in McAllen. Then we have an office in Rio Grande City. We have an office in Westlaco, an office in Harlingen, an office in Brownsville. So, you know, right now, five locations, working on a sixth
0: any plans on expanding outside the valley
1: yeah I mean I think down the road once once we open our, our new headquarters in Edinburgh and we get that solidified and done and and then we see what we have as a whole as a practice and we look at our business model uh, we'll see if there's a need for us elsewhere and um, you know I think if we if we stay close to the border and we serve largely a Hispanic population because that's that's where all my offices are located right now, I think there's a good chance that uh, there will be a demand for our services. And so, you know, potentially Laredo, potentially uh, El Paso, uh, Amarillo, um, you know, Corpus Christi, you know, we're trying to stay close to the border.
0: Okay, And if a person has been in an accident or injured and they feel that they have a case and they're seeking out a personally injury attorney, on an average, what is it going to cost them to actually engage uh, an attorney well
1: you know when it comes to these cases lawyers work on what's called a contingency fee basis and what that means is they don't charge unless you win that's Uh really all that that's just a fancy way of saying um you know you you've got to win to to pay to get paid and um and so, yeah, I mean, that's, that's pretty much the way these cases work. And, um, you know, clients understand that they've gotta be 100% satisfied with the results or else um, they've gotta have a face-to-face meeting with, my, with me or my lawyers or my team, and then figure out, you know, what, what their options are. You know, should we file a lawsuit on this case? Um, what other options can we explore? At the, end, at the end of the day, what can we do to make our clients happy? That's the bottom line.
0: Okay. So contingency basis, a person needs uh, an attorney, a personal injury attorney, contingency basis where they're not paying unless they don't pay and they get paid when the case is won. Yes. Okay. Um, Out of all those offices, how how many attorneys do you have? How many employees do you have working with you?
1: Well, you know, it fluctuates depending on the volume of cases that we have, the complexity of the cases. I mean, we've had as many as two in-house associates at some point. Right now, I've got one. But then um, there's about 10% of cases that we work on that that we don't work on because we don't specialize in those areas. We don't work in those areas. And so we've partnered up with about 10 different lawyers that have a lot of experience, that share my values. Um, my beliefs, the way that a business should be run, a law firm should be run, and um you know, so far, it's been it's been working well for us.
0: Well, you mentioned it, uh, it is a business, and uh, very impressive from from migrant farm worker education, school teacher, uh, then uh, of course becoming a lawyer, and then setting up a very successful practice in, in the valley. You said your son was thinking of becoming a lawyer. Are you encouraging him to do so? Or are you are you kind of saying, "Me Go do something else. This is crazy."
1: Yes, no. I mean, that's what he wants to do, and it's still early in the game. He's only a sophomore in college, and so we'll see if um, we'll see if that uh, if that holds true for him.
0: Well, well, Jesse, I want to thank you. We're we're almost out of time here. I do I do have a question though. Um, what is what is the the statute of limitations on an injury? Two years. No just two years.
1: Well, it depends. Personal injury cases as a whole, two years. Um, but you know, for the most part, you're looking at a two year statute of limitations.
0: Okay, because mm-hmm. um, I was just thinking. I mean, growing up, I was hit with the chunkless so many times. I was just wondering <laughs> if maybe I could file or get a class action suit going against mothers that use chanclas, but okay, maybe not. Uh, before We're we're out of time here, Jesse. Was there anything you'd like to le- leave with the listen audience, anything uh, in particular? And, and I do want to thank you because I also understand you're being very modest about it. Along with your successes, you give a lot back to the community, a lot back in the ways of of uh, sponsorships donations contributions so uh, i really really uh admire and respect the way that you're not just only being successful at business but your business and your heart is given back to the uh to the people as well
1: yeah no look and 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 nothing brings me more joy than when i'm in a position to help and give back to the community that that i serve because um i've always said this without the community looking to us for their personal injury needs. Well, I wouldn't have a successful practice. And so, a great way of of giving back is is to be there when they need us the most. Sometimes we get hit by hurricanes or, or tropical storms, or freezes, or you know, there's there's events like you know, back to school, Christmas, Thanksgiving you know whenever we're in a position to be able to help we do and we make ourselves available and the fact that we've got offices across the valley that are very convenient and very accessible puts us in a position to do more than most and when we when we have had that opportunity we have done it and and I got to tell you I get more joy out of doing that than winning cases for millions of dollars because i know i can see how we're benefiting the community there directly not just one individual but you know, people as a whole, a community as a whole.
0: Wow. Well, thank you, Jesse. You have a great heart, um, great business business model, and boy, those advertising dollars a thousand dollars if somebody a thousand dollars a click that is crazy. We 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 know Google's making money, don't we?
1: Or more, and um, shockingly, uh, that that price came up because there are lawyers that will buy my name because they know that my name is also very commonly searched and very popular and they'll buy my name so that when they look up my name directly their ads will pop up and they have paid up Ah. to a thousand dollars to buy my name
0: so wow uh, and and they can do they can do that well
1: google doesn't care they they, they just want your money (laughs) they just want your money
0: Oh man, the business of law—it's crazy, Jesse. Thank you so much for taking the time being with us today. I know I've learned a lot. I hope our listeners listeners have picked up a few tips. I just do have one parting question. Uh, maybe it's something your team is working on, but next time I go to the valley and I'm in a Walmart and I'm in the uh, uh, toy section, am I going to see an action a a a uh, a Jesse Gonzalez action figure? I mean, it seems. I mean, you've been an astronaut. You you've been a spy. You were the uh, uh, <laughs> Top Gun type character. I mean, action figure.
1: Well, look, my my team has actually come up with that idea already, um, and we're we're not anywhere close to being there yet. But it's just money. If I say, well, how much would an action figure <laughs> cost? So much. Well, if I cut the check, there'll be action figures.
0: Okay. Uh, but
1: but it just hasn't happened yet. Right now, we're focusing on coffee mugs and caps and t-shirts and uh, koozies and, you know, things that have a function um, is an action figure. Maybe something we can do down the road. You never know. You never know. There
0: there you go. And listeners, you heard it here first. Hey, Jess, once again, thank you very much. Thank you for taking care of people of the uh, low Rio Grande Valley. I know uh, it's a passion for you and it's a, an amazing story from migrant farm worker to attorney, uh, very successful attorney competing and making a difference and changing people's lives. Uh, Folks, you've been listening to the Latino Business Report. I've been your host, J.R. Gonzalez. You can uh, find all of our library of episodes at latinobusinessreport.com. And you can also find us on YouTube by the same name, Latino Business Report. Until next time, be careful, drive safe, don't get hit by an 18-wheeler. But if you do, you know who to call. Jesse, take care.
1: Thank you.